At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Philadelphia City Cast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right, welcome back. Philadelphia City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, at Wise Rye on Twitter, W I S E R Y E. Links to all the podcast platforms and links to each and every episode right there on my Twitter page. So recording this on Thursday evening, April 14th, and a little bit later in, into the uh, day here, Thursday night, and Phillies-Marlins game has already come to a close. Game one of the four-game series, the Phillies are down in Miami, where Thursday night was actually the home opener for the Miami Marlins. So an unusual, you know, decent crowd down in Miami. They usually average about 2,000 fans. I think maybe they've gotten over 10,000 for the home opener. I kid, but also sort of serious. So uh, the Phillies lose the uh, opening game down in Miami four to three. And now the Phillies have dropped four or five, just like that. So in this episode, we will preview game two, which is Friday at 640 PM uh, Phillies just to win outright right now. Slight dog at plus 100. The Marlins, the favorite for Friday's matchup at minus 118. You look at uh, the run line, if you will, minus one and a half for the Phillies, priced at plus 175, plus one and a half for the Miami Marlins, priced at minus 275. The total runs right now at Bet Rivers Sportsbook set at seven and a half. The over priced at minus 103, under. Priced at minus 117. 
we will get to the starters matchup, the probable starters. We'll get to uh, my betting pick, and we'll preview really the entire series as we get ready to head into the weekend. We will touch on some 76ers Raptors talk in this episode, but for this episode, we're really just going to give you some of the updates on both sides regarding uh, both Toronto and Philadelphia. And the series market odds are now posted for all of the set matchups. Obviously, all of the matchups are set for the playoffs, uh, not including the 1-8 matchups for both the East and the West because those will be decided on Friday where we have two more play-in matchups to decide who will be the eighth seed for each conference. So we will do a betting preview for both the play-in games on Friday, and then we will also look at all of the series prices for the current matchups that are available. So two versus seven on each side, three versus six on each side, four versus five on each side of uh, the bracket, if you will, in, in both the Western and Eastern Conference. But uh, we're starting the episode, as we always do, with the bets from broad, and we sort of already gotten into it with uh, – listing all of the odds for game two in the Phillies Marlins uh, series for Friday. So that sort of kicked things off in the Brett and the bets from Broad Street uh, portion. We'll finish up with some of the Phillies odds in the futures market, of course, as we always do. And listen, in baseball, there's not a ton of movement, right? I mean, especially this early into the season, uh, the Phillies are what now seven games in. They fall to three and four after the uh, series opening loss against the Marlins on Thursday night. So nothing has changed. Nothing has changed for the Phillies in the futures market at Bet Rivers. Still twenty-two to one to win the World Series, twelve to one to come out of the National League. You look at the NL East, the Braves plus 110 still, Mets still at plus 190, Phillies still at plus 350, Miami 16 to 1, Washington 40 to 1. There has been some slight movement for NL MVP as it relates to Bryce Harper this year. He was at plus 650 and now he's been uh, sitting at 7 to 1 for a few days now. So those are all of the updates for the Phillies in the futures market for Major League Baseball. We'll look at the NBA now, and of course, we'll start with the updates for 76ers Raptors Game 1. Those odds have been posted all week now at this point uh, since Monday, and this has been you know, bopping around a little bit. I, I saw it at 5, I saw it at 4. Right now at the time of recording, 76ers are a 4.5-point favorite against the Toronto Raptors for the Game 1 series opener in Philadelphia, and that is Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. You look at the money line, plus 145 for the Raptors to win the game outright, uh, minus 177 for the 76ers. The total right now set at 216, priced at minus 110 for both the over and the under. And just to give you a quick update on the schedule and my plan for both this episode and the next episode. The next episode will be released either Friday evening or first thing Saturday morning, and that's going to be a full preview for 76ers Raptors game one. We'll go through all the player props menu. Uh, I'll give you some of my best plays there. I'll give you any plays I like 
for team totals, game props, the list goes on and on. So uh, that will be more of a deep dive for game one on the next episode, uh, just to give you an understanding there. And then I will give you my thoughts on the series market prices. As I mentioned, for all of the series that are listed, that includes 76ers Raptors. All right, let's look at the NBA futures market and uh, sort of similar to the Phillies, not much movement since the last time we spoke on Tuesday's episode. You look at the NBA title odds, 76ers are still 14 to one for the 76ers to come out of the Eastern Conference. They're six to one. Uh, so no, no real movement there. We'll shift to the Eagles. Once again, no movement with them as well. But if you haven't heard in recent episodes, the Eagles are 40 to one right now to win the Super Bowl, 18 to one to come out of the NFC plus 325 to win the NFC East. Their win total, Eagles set at eight and a half. The over priced at minus 134. The under uh, priced at plus 110 for eight and a half wins for your birds. For the Eagles to make the playoffs, yes, plus 137. No, minus 167. And uh, no, no draft odds or specials posted just yet at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, but I'm sure they are uh they're coming soon. And once they are officially posted, we'll dive uh pretty deep into the draft talk for the Eagles as we get closer to April 28th, two weeks away uh from the time of recording this. So uh plenty to get to coming soon for NFL draft slash Philadelphia Eagles talk. Looking forward to get back into uh some football talk here on the Philadelphia City cast. So those are some of your updates uh, with the bets from Broad Street segment. Uh, looking in the futures market for the 76ers, Eagles, Phillies, Flyers. There's not much, uh, not much hope. So there's really no reason for us to dive into the Flyers in the futures market there. Um, so those are all of your updates. All right. So transitioning now from our bets from Broad, and we'll start with. The Philadelphia Phillies. I almost said the Philadelphia Eagles. That's why I just uh, said the Phillies really, really slow, like the Philadelphia Phillies. But uh, before we preview game two, I, I just want to give the, the quick recap on game one because, man, this Phillies team, and I did I jinx them? I might have. <laughs> After starting 2-0, um, I was getting ready to you know book parade plans here. But, you know, I, I said there's a different vibe around this team. You know, it, it was giving me 2008 Philadelphia Phillies vibes. And, and I'm not backing off from that statement. I still, I still feel those vibes around this baseball club. They do feel different for the first time in essentially a decade. But, you know, I mentioned to start the, the episode here, Phillies have lost four or five. They've also lost three straight. And, uh, you know, Miami, South Beach is, is typically a popular uh, vacation spot. Not, not, much, uh, not much criticism to be had when talking about Miami, but plenty to be had when talking about the Phillies. They just, they struggle down in Miami for whatever reason. Since the start of the 2020 season, the Phillies are 6-12 and 12 in Miami. And I mentioned all the positives and, you know, the positive emotions and excitement level around this ball club after the first two straight wins to start the season. Well, part of that was from what we saw out of Kyle Gibson in his first start. 
and he was back on the mound for his second start of the season on Thursday night after, you know, I mentioned his debut start where he didn't walk a single batter. He struck out 10 and he went seven innings. I mean, that's pretty impressive for a debut start for a guy that's not considered a, you know, a top two starter, even on this team with no starters, <laughs> very, very little depth uh, in the rotation for this Philadelphia Phillies ball club. And what can we get out of Gibson? He could be a potential X factor for this team. A lot of guys can, uh, especially anyone who's on the mound, starter or bullpen guy. But great performance in his debut in seven shutout innings in his first start. Retired nine of the first 10 batters he faced uh, on Thursday. And then he just got into a boatload of trouble in innings four and five. He gave up a one-out homer to Garrett Cooper in the bottom of the fourth. Marlins then tied the game at 1-1 with that. And then uh, Sanchez followed with a triple. Gibson then had a two-out walk to Garcia, and it just started imploding. Joey Wendell then came up for Miami, and he just stroked a 2-2 cutter the other way for a two-run double. Next thing you know, it's 3-1 Marlins. So, and by the way, I should mention some Matt Verling uh, str struggles out in center field. He could have hauled in that, that triple uh, from Sanchez at the wall, but he made a long run to the ball. He couldn't make the catch. Gibson needed 37 pitches just to get through that inning. He came out for the uh, fifth. He then had a, a one-out walk and then a two-out walk. And then Sanchez made it a 4-1 game with a base hit to left. So um, just an ugly performance from both Gibson and some fielding issues, which are nothing new. And those are things that we've talked about a lot heading into this season before we even got to opening day. And here they are rearing their ugly head. And they will certainly continue to rear their ugly head throughout the entirety of this uh, Major League Baseball regular season. It's, it's a problem. It's going to be a problem for this ball club. Their defensive troubles, their bullpen concerns, and their starting rotation. And we just dis discussed in detail two of those things, the starting rotation and Kyle Gibson, and you know, some plays that could have been uh, handled a little bit better, to put it nicely, out in the field. So rough, rough start to this series against the Miami Marlins. But uh, let's look ahead now to game two on Friday down in Miami. All right, so let's look ahead now to the matchup Friday. And you're probably listening to this on uh, Friday, Friday morning, Friday afternoon. And um, Phillies, Marlins, 6.40 p.m. start time for uh, the April 15th Friday matchup. And I mentioned to start the show, the Phillies, the slight underdog, Plus 100 on the money line, minus 118 for the Miami Marlins, uh, minus one and a half runs for the Phillies, priced at plus 175, plus one and a half for the Marlins, priced at minus 225. The total set at seven and a half. Uh, you look at the total runs for each team. Three and a half is the number for both Miami and the Phillies. Uh, over three and a half for Miami, priced at minus 113. The under Three and a half for Miami, priced at minus 103. Uh, for the Phillies, three and a half uh, over, priced at minus 108, under, priced at minus 107. And you look at the probable starters for Friday. You have Zach Eflin for the Phillies going up against Pablo Lopez 
for your Miami Marlins. And Lopez is coming off a, you know, a decent season uh, in 2021 where his ERA was 3.07, a 1.13 whip, 27 uh, 0.5 K percentage, 21.6% for hard contact and 100 in, in 102 and two thirds innings pitched. Eflin, just a few more innings at 105 and two thirds innings pitched in 2021. Eflin's ERA, reminder to Phillies fans out there in 2021, just over four, 4.17 with a 1.25 whip, uh, 22.4 K percentage, 28.6%. On hard contact. This is a game like, listen, you look at the game on Thursday where the Marlins win 4-3 uh, and, and the Phillies were able to tack on a couple runs later in the game uh, after trailing 4-1. I, I see another lower scoring game with the total set at 7.5 for Friday. I don't even think it's going to get as high as 4-3. to three. Hopefully, you know, not hopefully I'm wrong here, but if I happen to be wrong, hopefully it's because the Phillies bats wake up again uh my goodness it's just been it's been brutal here over the past three or four games but i see another you know three to one three to two type of ball game hopefully the phillies can be on the right side of that uh so my best play for this one is going to be the total and it's going to be under the seven and a half total mark for this phillies marlins matchup i want to say uh, also maybe sprinkle a little bit on the Phillies at plus 100 there. I don't even know if we can call that value. As I mentioned, this Phillies team uh, is six games under 500 in the past couple of seasons in Miami. I don't know why, but they seem to always struggle uh, when they play the Marlins on the road. Hopefully they can change that narrative a little bit over the next three games of this series down in Miami. But for those reasons and for the recent struggles, I am going to stay away from playing the Phillies. And I'm going to look at the under seven and a half uh, total runs mark for this matchup. All right, so let's transition now from uh, the baseball diamond and Phillies talk to some NBA talk here. And like I mentioned, the next episode is when we're going to do all of the best bets and full betting preview for game one between the 76ers and the Raptors. And, uh, you know, I wanted to look at the series market prices that are posted at Bet Rivers. Uh, and with the popularity of betting the NBA postseason, I'm going to give you my prediction for each series that is available to you at the moment at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Uh, and then besides my prediction, I'll let you know, obviously, about uh, the prices for series winner and if it's a, you know, bet it or forget it type of play. Like, I may predict one team to win in six or seven games, or I, I shouldn't say, or I may predict one team to win the series, but I see some betting value on the other side if I think it's going to be a close series or it's a toss-up, whatever it may be. I think you get my point. So I have to start, of course, you would think I'd say the 76er series, but I'm going to hold off for my preview with that uh, and the series prices. I want to start with the Celtics-Nets uh, playoff series matchup. This is a two-verse-seven matchup, of course, as we all know, with the Nets winning their play-in and the Celtics just being absolutely... 
red hot, unbelievable. I, I mean, insert adjective here. And, and particularly, they've been red hot and unbelievable down the stretch of the regular season. The last couple months of the regular season, they have just been lights out. And from the betting pers perspective, the Celtics are 17 and 9 uh, straight up. And then they're 18 and 8 against the spread at home in the Jason Tatum era in the postseason. They are also 12 and 6 straight up and against the spread as a home favorite in the playoffs. And they've just been really tough to beat in Boston throughout Tatum's short existence in a Boston Celtics uniform. On the other side, you look at Kyrie and the Nets. Kyrie Irving is 7-2 and two straight up and against the spread in the postseason since departing Boston with the Celtics back in 2019 in free agency. All four meetings between these two teams have gone over with an average combined total above 230. The Celtics, here's just a key factor that I'm sure a lot of you have already heard when anyone has started to detail this matchup. And Bruce Brown of the Brooklyn Nets has said it himself after the play-in win. The Celtics not having Robert Williams is a big deal. And I'm sure the Brooklyn Nets are going to look to attack that. And they're going to look to attack Al Horford uh, in particular. But sounds easy. <laughs> that, that doesn't mean uh, that equals you know a Brooklyn Nets win. Like this is, to me, this has Boston Celtics winning the series written all over it. And the only thing that gives me hesitation, and I've talked a lot about this in the past, regardless of the sport and the team, when you start to get a lot of backing from both the Sharps and just the betting public as a whole on one side, even a side that is maybe not the popular pick at one point, like the Nets are the popular pick because the Nets have been atop the – odds boards in both the Eastern Conference and NBA title winners for the majority of the season, despite them finding themselves as low as 10th overall in the Eastern Conference standings at one point. So let me just clarify the odds for series winner. The Brooklyn Nets right now at Bet Rivers and PA priced at plus 120 to win the series. The Boston Celtics are your favorite at minus 148, which is crazy because this is where it should be, but also with the popularity of the Brooklyn Nets all year, despite their struggles for a variety of reasons, I understand that. They have some legitimate explanations as to why they've struggled. Well, now they have a healthy Kevin Durant. They have a healthy Kyrie Irving. And oh, by the way, there has been multiple reports and rumors from those good old air quote sources that say Ben Simmons could be making his return at some point in round one against the Celtics. And I've been on record saying this over the past couple of weeks. I'll say it again. I think that's a terrible idea for the Brooklyn Nets. And people will say in response to me saying that, well, you know, you can just play them. You don't have to play them 30 plus minutes. You can play them in the 10 to 20 minute range. He can come in. He can play some defense. He can lead the break. You know, he's he can do so many things. Listen, all of that is true. And the NBA regular season is like an AAU game oftentimes. And there's not a lot of defense played, and there's a ton of threes, and there's a ton of transition points. I get all of that. It's not the game at all in the NBA playoffs. Half-court offense and half-court offensive execution matters. 
the rotation and each player involved in that rotation, whether they're a starter or not, those guys all knowing their roles matters. The offensive identity matters. And I look at this Boston Celtics team and I see a team that collectively is just a much better team than this Brooklyn Nets team. And yes, on the other side, you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, who are arguably the best duo in the NBA right now. So it's tough. It's tough to call because because of those two players, you can see the Nets winning as reason why they've been a popular betting pick to come out of the East and even win the whole damn thing. The Robert Williams factor and absence, I should say, is a key factor for this series and the Boston Celtics are going to miss him. But at the end of the day, as much as I like to hate on the Nets, I try and put my biases aside. I see this as a 50-50 type of, of matchup and series, uh, despite my prediction, which I'll give to you in a second. I, I can see the Nets winning this series. I can see the Celtics winning this series. The one thing that concerns me, there's a few things that concern me uh, as it relates to the Brooklyn Nets. I, I don't know what Steve Nash is as a head coach, right? Like, Players, their legacy is made in the NBA playoffs. And as you get deeper into the playoffs, same with coaches, right? Like, I don't know what adjustments Steve Nash is going to make. I don't know what the Nets offense is going to look like now uh, under Steve Nash in the playoffs this year. We'll see. But I think too often the Nets just resort and, and rely to their good old reliable fallback plan, which is get the ball to Kyrie or get the ball to KD which is not the worst plan in the world, but in the playoffs, you need a little bit more than that. You need a little bit more than that. And the Celtics have gotten a lot of backing from the public and the sharp betters, as I've mentioned. My prediction for this series, I have the Boston Celtics winning this series in seven. Now, does that mean I like them at minus 148 for the series price? No, actually, it doesn't. If I want to take my prediction aside, what did I say a couple minutes ago? I, I see this as a very close, close to a 50-50 type of coin flip matchup. And given that, despite me leaning with the Celtics winning this series, if I have to give a betting play for the series market price, you have to be intrigued at the Brooklyn Nets priced at plus 120. And I would say play that. I would say that's a good number. You're getting some value there on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That's never a bad, you know, a bad duo to lay your, your hat on, so to speak, to lay your money with. So I have the Celtics winning in a, in a battle of a series, a series that I see going seven games. Uh, but I would say the best bet is to take the Nets at plus 120. All right, let's continue on here and, and we can get right into the 76ers and Raptors and the series price and the series winner for series winning price, I should say, for both the Sixers and the Raptors. I'll give you my overall broad thoughts, predictions, and best bets as it comes, as it relates to the series winner market on the wagering menu at Bet River Sportsbook. All right, so let's look at the Odds, uh, series winner odds for the 76ers and Raptors playoff series 
that starts Saturday, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center. Obviously, the 76ers have uh, the home court advantage. Games one and two will be in Philadelphia, uh, three and four in Toronto, five in Philly if necessary, six in Toronto if necessary, seven back in Philly. So the 76ers to win the series, odds at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, minus 186 for the Philadelphia 76ers to win the series, for the Toronto Raptors to win the series, plus 150. And I talked about popular opinion and what the sharp money is doing, what the overall public betting market is doing uh, as it relates to the Nets Celtics. Well, it's become more and more of a popular selection slash opinion that the Toronto Raptors are going to win this series against the Philadelphia 76ers. And listen, I, I've talked about this. I talked about it earlier in the week on the Monday and Tuesday episodes of the Philadelphia CityCast. I agree. You know, I, I think this is a terrible matchup. I think this is a matchup that the 76ers, if they would have uh, been able to have their choice, would have chose to avoid, but not the case. Uh, so here they are in the fourth spot in the Eastern Conference, taking on the fifth-seeded Toronto Raptors, a team that the 76ers over recent seasons have really struggled against, including Joel Embiid. Now, I will say this, Joel Embiid, in uh, the 2019 series, where we all know how that finished, Kawhi Leonard with the quadruple doink hurt around the world in both uh, Canada and the United States. Sixers lose that series in seven. Joel Embiid only averaged 17 points a game in that series. The Raptors had Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka, who defended Joel Embiid really well. And Nick Nurse did a great job of throwing different looks at the 76ers, particularly Joel Embiid, doubled the big man, just made his life really uncomfortable. Uh, and it's safe to say that that's going to be their game plan once again in this series. The biggest difference, they don't have a Marcus Gasol and they don't have a Serge Ibaka. They do have a Pascal Siakam, who, if we're going to reference 2019 and that series, has gotten a hell of a lot better in the past couple of years since the last time the 76ers and Raptors met up in the NBA playoffs. Siakam has been a beast even this year against the 76ers in their regular season matchups. He's just been unbelievable. Uh, in their three games in the regular season, Siakam averaged over 30 points per game at 30.3 exactly. He averaged exactly 9.0 rebounds a game. He averaged over eight assists per game. 39 and 8. Unbelievable. Joel Embiid and his numbers in those three games, 29 points per game, I should uh, say. 11.3 rebounds, 2.7 assists. So Siakam averaged more points per game. Joel had him on the, on the rebounds per game, but Siakam with 8.3 assists, that's a huge deal. And, and that's a number that I highlighted because Siakam is just going to be a nightmare. And this entire Raptors roster is going to be a nightmare for the 76ers. They're long, they're athletic, they can switch on everything, they can get out in transition. And Doc Rivers actually talked about this earlier in the week that you know one of the key factors and points of emphasis for the 76ers in their preparation leading up to uh, the start of this series is their transition defense. They have to 
do a better job at getting back on defense and limiting the Toronto Raptors when they get out in the open floor. So that's going to be a huge X factor in this series. All right, so I want to look at a few things in, in some more detail because I didn't get into this with the Nets Celtic series uh, quick preview, but there is a lot more being offered on the Bet River Sportsbook wagering menu. If you go to the series markets, you'll see the Raptors and 76ers, but then you can click more bets. And when you do, you can find team specials and you can also find series correct score which is just awesome. Like I'll start with the team specials tab just to highlight it. You can get the Raptors plus two and a half games at minus 360. You can get the Raptors minus two and a half games at plus 550. And same for the Sixers from minus two and a half games to plus two and a half games. You can also get over-unders on total games played in this series, whether it's over four and a half games, under four and a half, uh, and all the way up to six and a half. Now, here's my my quick prediction. And like I said, I'm going to get more into the full breakdown and full betting preview uh, of this series and particularly game one on the next episode. But I do want to get into some of this now uh, for this 76ers Raptors series. So my prediction is this series is going to go seven games. And I have the 76ers winning this series. But I'm not going to sit here and say I'm 1,000% confident in that pick. And I think anytime anyone makes a prediction that, you know, Team X is going to win a series in seven games, that's sort of a hint that the pick isn't that confident because that shows, listen, this is a, this is a matchup that I see being a dogfight. They're going to exchange punches, so to speak, uh, and it's going to be a deep series where either team is going to have a chance. Uh, and that's exactly what I'm saying for this 76ers Raptors series. So we'll see. Maybe it can go six. Hopefully, uh, you know, that would mean the 76ers would have to close it out on the road in Toronto, where that is just a tall task for any team on any level on either side of the conferences, whether it's East or West. Like, that's just a really tough place to play. And the 76ers, I've mentioned they've struggled against the Raptors, they've really struggled against the Raptors on the road in Toronto. So if we're going to go off of my uh, my pick here and the Sixers end up winning this series in seven, well, you can go to the series correct score tab and you can bet exactly that, the Sixers to win the series 4-3. That's priced at plus 350. And then the Raptors to win 4-3 is priced at plus 600. So realistically, you can... And I'll put a hundred bucks on both of those things to happen. And as long as it goes seven games, you're going to get a nice payout uh, at, regardless of the winner. As long as, like I said, it goes seven uh, for the Sixers to win four one. It's priced at plus 400 Sixers to win four two priced at plus 500 and the Sixers to sweep the Raptors priced at 10 to one uh, for some other Raptors outcomes for the Raptors to win four two. It's priced priced at uh, plus 450. Raptors to win 4-1, 8-1, and the Raptors to sweep 18-1. My best bets for this series, I do not like any of the series outcome 
um, not series outcome, just the series winner prices. So I mentioned to start this conversation here, Toronto's plus 150 just to win the series, 76ers minus 186. I'm staying away from either of those um, because one, minus 186 for the 76ers, I just do not like that number at all. And Toronto plus 150, I can easily make a case that's a decent bet there with that price. Uh, but I'm looking at the correct score to find some better value for this series because I am relatively confident that it's going to go six or seven games. And then you give yourself a few different outs with some really good prices in the correct score tab at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. So that's what I'm going with. My prediction is 76ers and seven. I am not giving a bet. Uh, I say, if we're going to say bet it or forget it, I say forget it when it comes to Toronto plus 150 or 76ers minus 186 and look at, uh, look a little bit further at the series correct score options for this matchup. All right, so to wrap up this episode, I just want to give you the prices for the remaining NBA playoff series. I'll give you my quick thoughts and predictions on each. I'm not going to do as much of a deep dive as I just did with the 76ers Raptors series and then the Nets Celtics series um, because I don't want to be here all day slash night with you. All right. So um, let's look at, let's go out West and look at the two seven matchup in the Western conference, the Memphis Grizzlies, who has been, they've been the NBA's uh, surprise team. I think that's certainly fair to say this season, uh, grabbing the second seed in the West. They're taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves, who secured the seventh seed uh, after their win in their first playing game over the Los Angeles Clippers. Series winner, the Memphis Grizzlies right now are minus 360 to win the series at Bet Rivers uh, and plus 275 for the Minnesota Timberwolves to win the series. My thoughts, uh, Memphis takes care of business in this series. Now, I will say this, Minnesota, they've had a little bit of a surprising year, I would say. I mean, yeah, they had to go into the play-in tournament, but they do end up getting the seventh seed. I would say there's been stretches of uh, time over the course of the NBA regular season this year where Minnesota has played some really good basketball. Does that mean they can win this series and it's worth a look at plus 275? I, I would say no. Uh, I don't have that much confidence. I think just Memphis is significantly better and they find a way to get it done. Um, so I don't like a play for either side. Memphis minus 360 uh, is just way too steep of a price, and I'm not confident that Minnesota is going to be able to win four games out of seven against this Memphis team. But you could go into the series correct score market uh, and possibly find some decent numbers there if you think uh, maybe Memphis can win in five or six. You might be able to get some good numbers with that. But uh, that's my overall outlook. On the 2-7 matchup out west, you look uh, back east, we'll go to 3-6 in the Eastern Conference. That's the Chicago Bulls who have been trending in the wrong direction, to put it nicely, uh, to end the regular season. And the Milwaukee Bucks, your defending champions, uh, end up getting the three seed in the east. The Bucks at Bet Rivers, minus 11-15 to win the series. The Bulls, the heavy underdog at plus 6-50. And you look at that number and you say, man, plus 650, maybe that's a little enticing. This is a Chicago Bulls team that was atop the Eastern Conference for quite some time in the first half of the regular season. No, stop it. Stop it. 
Chicago Bulls, unfortunately, have uh, drastically cooled off. Certainly don't like a play on either side. I think the Bucks take care of business in this series in four or five games. Uh, I'll, I'll give the Bulls maybe one win, maybe two, uh, but my prediction is Bucks win this series in five. Uh, this is a stay away series for me. I don't like a play on either uh, either side there between the Bulls and the Bucks. All right, let's go back out west. Let's look at the 4-5 matchup out west between the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks. The Utah Jazz priced to win the series. Relatively heavy favorite right now, minus 275. Dallas plus 215 as the five seed. And uh, recent reports now, it looks like Luka Doncic will have to miss game one of this series. And that certainly has to have a little bit of an impact on the prices uh, that are available here for series winner and everything else that comes along with it right now in the odds market. I was willing to predict Dallas will win this series, but an injured Luka Doncic. Now it seems like he could be ready to play by game two, but that's not, that's not for certain. Like he may not even make it back till game three. If that's the case, um, you know, Dallas could find themselves in an 0-2 hole by the time Luka gets back. So I, I'm leaning with Utah winning this series in five or six games, um, but we'll see. If Luka can come back for game two, then you could have some value with Dallas at plus 215. Personally, I'm not willing to gamble that much uh, because we just don't know the timetable with Luka Doncic. So uh, that's a tough one to predict right now with, with the Luka Doncic injury. But uh, given the information we have at the moment, I have to go with Utah advancing, and this is a stay away for me given all those reasons. All right, last one that we haven't gotten to. Uh, Western Conference 3-6 matchup. You have Denver as the sixth seed, and you have the Golden State Warriors as the three seed. Golden State to win the series, minus 250. The Denver Nuggets, plus 200. I have the Golden State Warriors winning this series in five or six games, despite the NBA MVP. Uh, not my MVP. That's in Philadelphia, but many's MVP uh, in Jokic for the Denver Nuggets. They just don't have enough firepower. Uh, and, and Golden State should be able to handle business relatively easily in this first-round matchup between the two. No value with Denver, and minus 250 doesn't do it for me with the Golden State Warriors. All right, before we wrap up, just really quick, I'm not even going to dive too deep into these two playing games for Friday, but we have Atlanta and Cleveland, and then we have the Pelicans and the Clippers. Atlanta is a two-point favorite against the Cleveland Cavs. The Pelicans and Clippers, Clippers are a four-point favorite in that matchup. I'll give you my two quick picks. I like the Atlanta Hawks to win and cover that two-point number over the Cleveland Cavaliers, despite Cleveland playing a relatively decent game decent game against the Brooklyn Nets. I just think Atlanta's going to be able to figure out a way to win and cover that small number. Now for the Pelicans Clippers, I'm going with the dog. I like the Pelicans plus four. CJ McCollum looked great uh, for the Pelicans against the San Antonio Spurs. The Clippers are a little bit better of a team than San Antonio, but not, not by much. Not by much. I like this young Pelicans team right now, and I like how they've looked since they've acquired CJ McCollum. So I feel feel pretty confident taking the four. If the Pelicans don't win outright, I certainly think it's going to be a close enough game for them to cover that four-point number. 
All right. Thank you, everyone, once again, for tuning in to a, a fun edition here of the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein. On the next episode, we'll do a full betting preview for Game 1, 76ers, Raptors. We'll look at all of the all of the options on the wagering menu at Bet Rivers, player props, team props, game props. The list goes on and on. I'll work through it all with you uh, to help give you some insight leading up to game one of the Toronto Philadelphia series. So that's something to look forward to. And until then, have a great rest of your day, great rest of your night, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. No more football? No problem. Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college and pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on Bet River's many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or even same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet River Sportsbook. Get started with Life After Football with the Bet Rivers app. 